Hi, I'm Shane Hurlbut. I'm an ASC cinematographer, and I wanted to kind of talk to you about something. Getting started in this industry is almost impossible. And my wife, Lydia, and I, 14 years ago, created a resource called Filmmakers Academy to make it possible. We saw a lot of gatekeeping in this industry and not a lot of sharing knowledge. So we wanted to pull back the curtain, give you confidence, teach you all the necessary skills to be an amazing, successful filmmaker, and package it all on this online resource that you have at your fingertips, on set, on your phone, on your laptop, whatever it is. So we're going to give you $50. So if you go into the show notes, click the link, and hit the promo code FAPOD50, you're going to get $50 on your first year of an all-access membership. And I cannot wait for you to join our immense and immersive community at Filmmakers Academy, where we network, we share knowledge, we just bond as this huge filmmaking uh, resource to ignite your creativity and push you beyond your boundaries. I cannot wait to see you in the Academy, and let's get to the podcast. Welcome to the Inner Circle Podcast. Shane and I are so excited to have Thomas Jeffrey and Carolyn Seaman join us today all the way from Nigeria. We are going to dive into love, gratitude, the ripple effect of what you can create as an entrepreneur with education, overcoming obstacles, and so much more. So here we go. So welcome to the Inner Circle Podcast. Yes. I'm so happy to so be with great you. Great to have so you. Much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, Shane, I'm going to let you dive in with the first Me dive question. In. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, yeah. So let's, because uh, one thing that I thought was truly extraordinary, and Lydia and I were doing research on this Nigeria's film. Um, industry is number two in the world, yep. yeah. which I had no idea. <laughs> so you have Bollywood is number one. Yep. Nigeria, they call it Nollywood. Yep. So you got Bollywood, Nollywood, and then finally Hollywood. Yeah. So those uh, were third. Mm. You're second. <laughs> yeah. uh, I was looking at your slate of films, 2,500 films a year. Yeah. Um, and wow. so many stories to be told. Yeah. So Let's give our listeners and all of our members here uh, a dive in to just tell us a little bit about yourselves, how you started out, and uh, just so you can inspire uh, the members that are all around the world globally to then do what you do. Uh, <laughs> wow. Thank you, Shane. <laughs> well, um... I started out um, in 1999 um, doing kids' parties. I was just fascinated with the camera. But in every um, event I went to and shot, I found out that in the next, let's say, one, two months, I outgrew that and wanted to do something more. Mm -hmm. So all of a sudden, I 
got a camcorder and started, you know, shooting nature, doing interviews. And I quickly, you know, transformed into, okay, let's start shooting church plays. Let's start making short films about uh, a particular subject matter that, you know, I felt it was important at that time. And um, along the way, I found out that I needed more. Everybody at that time, filmmaking wasn't popular. It wasn't popular at all. In fact, people were laughing at me for picking a camera. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everybody wanted to do an MBA, you know, and all of that. It, it was, it was, that was the marketable thing then in, in Nigeria. And so I was fascinated by making films and actually playing them for people to watch. So mm -hmm. after that, you know, I met her, she'll tell you how I met her, you know, and, and you know, um, we, we decided to say, okay, let's start a company. We started a company together. We grew, but I was still not satisfied. I wanted more. And then I think in um, 2010, 11, yeah, I, I now discovered Shane. Uh, not discover, discover, like discovering America. No, not that kind of <laughs> <laughs> I discovered Shane and I was like, okay. Um, I have seen some of the curriculum that um, film schools were teaching, mm -hmm. but this man is teaching out of experience. And that is what we need right now. Mm -hmm. You know, and from then um, we had the Shane's inner circle. I latched onto him. I got to learn a lot, a lot. And I know that, you know, my experience grew because people that were around me knew that my experience had grown. It had changed completely, you know. So I was teaching things in Nigeria that many people that went to film school didn't know. Mm -hmm. And so we started making films and our films started coming out very, very differently because we knew something they didn't. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, um, we felt we needed to start giving this knowledge to Nigerians. Uh, we gave a lot of people knowledge. And then we felt we needed to streamline and start giving women and girls this knowledge. And we started teaching them. Many people thought it wasn't going to work, but... Um, as it stands today, we have one of the greatest um, female population of students in West Africa, not just Nigeria, because mm -hmm. we've given them technical skills and they've been able to make their own films and win awards, in 29 international awards, you know. And we, in, um, in particular, have been able to make our own films and win awards, but I think the the gratification for us is being able to see someone who has never held a camera before yeah. make a film, people watch, get emotional, and they're given a plaque or an award. Mm -hmm. That is my gratification. So that's a little about me. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I mean, how does that make you feel? Hmm. Passing that on, being able to create that ripple effect, yeah. that, that spark that uh because i see it so much i'll like uh i did a little in-person thing um last weekend and i just 
I would look out in the audience when I'd throw down some like really unique concept mm. and it was just like the aha moment would happen yeah, in front yeah, of them and they yeah. were like, oh my God, I have to think about this completely differently. Yeah. So it's like, how does that make you feel the ripple effect and everything of, of what you've done and how you've really risen, you know, empowered these women to yeah. tell their stories? Yeah, I think that ripple effect, um, it mesmerizes me because it makes me feel I was born for this. <laughs> yes. I have um, talked to more than 200 different um, students. And when they come to me and tell me, hey, if not for this concept, if not for the way you put this. In fact, I had one, a student that felt she could never learn anything in her life. Her teachers told her she was dull. And everybody, including some of our uncles, told her she was dull. But after attending my class once once she's now uh an award-winning director uh, and she also teaches others so for me that is um my life's work i feel i feel empowered i feel um i feel as if i was born for this that's the way i feel because the ripple effect the thing is it keeps on giving most especially in film it keeps on giving i mean her parents her siblings, everybody is now talking about film. By the way, like I said, when we started, film wasn't popular. Now every Tom, Dick, Harry, and Shane <laughs> is a filmmaker. Yeah. 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 Well, what I loved is yeah. it talked about um, how these films are made and then they're brought from community to community yeah. and they must be you must project them or or yeah. view them on a tv yeah. within these different communities yeah. all through nigeria yeah. which you don't have so it's it's very uh kind of like boots on the ground yeah. uh style instead yeah. of going to a major cineplex and and seeing them which sure. creates this wonderful sense of community yeah. like it was back in the day when we were like the how the West was won, one, right? They would go out and they would read the newspaper, yeah. right? They would they would come and read the newspaper in front yeah. of, you know, a hundred people mm -hmm. in a town because they just traveled by stagecoach. Mm. They had the news yeah. and they would just, you know, we speak it, yeah. right? And it's like that community sense of like, that's one thing I, I love so much about going to the theater. Yeah. Because you experience it all as one. Yeah. And you're looking off to your side and you're seeing somebody maybe crying over there mm. or the, the laughter rains out. Yeah. And that's that's where you don't get that from the streaming perspective. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. don't yeah. feel sure. that that energy and that emotion, yeah, but sure. I'm getting sidetracked. <laughs> Get us back on the rails for Christ's sake. But I think what I love the most about this is yeah. that you, uh, you looked to gain more knowledge for sure. your, because you're both very understated. And I just want to say that. Um, so you took a resource that was available, mm. which was our education yeah. and, and, have been a longtime member and thank you so much. And you created your own program mm -hmm. from that as, you know, and I'm sure that you never pictured yourself as a teacher necessarily, mm -hmm. but I think that the power 
of this is that you're really changing lives. And that is the biggest thing that I really would love to focus on with both of you. And I want to bring Carolyn into the conversation (laughs) because she is so understated and so gifted. And um, I think your social justice, your love of women and girls and, and bringing up their voices. So let's hear about your background and mm-hmm. how you started and then how the two of you came together, because this is really <laughs> interesting. Thank you so much, Lydia. It's funny. It's actually all intertwined. Um, so we met at college. Um, let me not go into that detail. <laughs> no, <laughs> it, has, it has its own story. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> but we met in college. We started dating and we had so many beautiful dreams of doing such great and amazing work together. Um, but I remember back in the day in college where um, he shared with me that he always just had this premonition that I would do something with women and girls in the future. And at the time I run away from anything that has to do with teaching or empowering mm-hmm. or it, it was just so foreign to me. And I felt that is not me, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, and I look back at all we've achieved today and I was like, Oh my gosh, you were right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he saw this from way back. Um, and I'm, I think I'm grateful that I was able to be sensitive to even identify that gift because I, actually didn't know I had it. Um, but I do really have a passion for women and girls, uh, probably an overwhelming passion (laughs) because I just feel like, um, this is also my story. I'm, I'm an African woman. I grew up in Africa. I know the everyday experience of it, of, of an average African girl. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's one that quickly throws you into a life of just being open to fate yeah whatever that is um we rarely ever thought as taught as girls to dream or aspire to be anything amazing um and even Mm. when you do dream and become ambitious it's quickly uh interpreted as uh being rebellious (laughs) or being um greedy and wanting too much um It's like saying, be grateful to have a family if somebody Mm -hmm. marries you and be happy being in the kitchen. Like, why would you want to be a boss? Why would you want to own a company? Why would you dream to to be a big businesswoman or a big corporate uh, personality? So it's it's having to change that conversation for girls um, that is so... um, beautiful I, I feel like that's where the empowerment comes mm-hmm. in right helping girls and women know that you can dream anything you want to be uh, find the right support system that enables you to be all that you want to be in life um and coming to our whole journey of building women uh women's skills in filmmaking that that was such a um a long dream we had <laughs> really looked for funding to be able to power that project for so many years because um despite the fact that i had done a lot of work around educating girls about their rights empowering them uh to go on to be amazing individuals in in their lives it, there was such a huge gap between being able to help girls even see models like you know a woman has been through this and has been successful and can inspire you to also be an amazing woman. 
uh, and we felt film has a way of putting these amazing amazing pictures before you and inspiring you in such a uh, mm-hmm. very powerful way and we felt wouldn't it even be cool to be able to give women the skills and empower them to do this storytelling because then you are helping women tell their stories authentically uh you're helping them to build some form of economic empowerment for themselves because they can go on to do this and make an income from it um and that's how we started the girl nation project in 2019 and we've gone on to train over 500 women across nigeria wow which is mind-blowing <laughs> like he said these are young women from 18 between yeah. 18 and 25 35 at yeah. the most uh these are women who have gone on to believe that they can do this they've built expertise in cinematography we've tried to stretch them to even be ambitious with things like production design sound design yeah. so that they are aware of the different um um streams you know of income that yes. they can build within the filmmaking Yeah, chain. I love that that she really <laughs> separated them out exactly. like there was somebody on uh the video that I saw that she was so proud of her being a sound yep. you yep. know yep. Yeah. person yeah. Yeah. And she, she exactly. understood that and then yeah. there was somebody that was like a gaffer yeah. and another one that yeah. was mm-hmm. cinematic so it's it's wonderful that you you know you're because I I did that's kind of the, the one thing that I loved about film school. Yeah. It splayed it all out for you and so you could try choose. all the different exactly. things. Exactly. It, you know, in a safe in a safe way. Exactly. Yeah. If you if you messed up, you didn't have to worry about, oh my gosh, am I getting fired? Yeah. Can I yeah. right? True, and I know true. that the two of you true. create that as well. Yeah. I think you're so for those of you that don't know, Carolyn has a law degree and mm-hmm. and you um I think that that has really propelled you yeah. into yeah. the social justice in a whole different way because yeah. you really understand the law yeah. and understand what needs changing. And I think what I love about this is that your backgrounds, both of you individually have prepared you perfectly True. for what you are now creating together. Yeah. 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 And so yeah. that's awesome because I think when we first start out, Shane and I never in a million years thought that we would be working together. Well. I was on my own track with nursing and mm. and you know, he was in the film industry and we had our two separate jobs and mm. came together on the weekends and at night when we weren't working. But it was my dad who really in, you know, 2009 suggested that we work together. Wow. And I think that that one pivotal moment, mm. just as you're talking about these pivotal moments, yeah. changes an entire course True. and direction and then causes by the two of you coming together, the synergy. Mm. And this is what I really want to drill down a little bit for people. Right. Because I think it's so important in recognizing where your individual skills lie and yeah. your unique talents. Yeah. And True. once you can see those and then create kind of a plan for yourself because it wasn't easy what you did. It's yeah. not like yeah. Carolyn and I were talking about like 
getting the funding together and having people understand yeah. the vision. And I think that everybody needs to understand that there's there's a lot of struggle yeah. in addition to all the accolades, awards, and success. Yeah, true. Yeah. So let's like it talk, didn't happen overnight. overnight. Yeah. Sure. It didn't. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about sending so many proposals and yeah. getting so many no's. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In fact, there was a there's this story about when when we started. I I I wanted to buy a lens, and we had to pay for that lens like three times. Okay. <laughs> and after paying for that lens like three times, we went to collect it, and when we went there, um, she went to check for a bag for the lens. And the guy in the store called me and he was like, sir, with how much this lens costs, I think you can buy a car in Nigeria with this. Don't you think you should buy a car for her? You know? (laughs) So I didn't know he went to her to say the same thing, you know? And he was like, madam, instead of him to buy this, you could be driving a cool (laughs) Benz with this instead of just buy one lens, you know, with this. But, you know, it's it's the passion and the hunger for that change that, you know, caused us to go head in to this. It's not been easy. And the the cool thing for us is from the beginning, Mm -hmm. we never sat down to say, okay, should we or should we not work together? From when we started dating, I don't know how it worked out, but it was just so um, natural. So we just knew Mm -hmm. we just we had to work together. We we found a way to work together. (laughs) And most times when you talk with couples, they tell you, "Um, how do you work together? I can't work with my husband. I can't work with my wife, you know. So but I was thinking, if not her, then who? Mm -hmm. I can't work with another person the way I will work with her, you know, and. At the end of the day, we found out that the impact we're creating, um, maybe it has some negative sides when it comes to uh, wellness because (laughs) (laughs) we we work too much. much. Sometimes (laughs) I sleep, let's say, 4.30 and she sleeps 5.30 a.m., you know, Mm -hmm. because we take that work home with us. But Mm -hmm. for me, that's the only negative part. But we, we, we found a way to make sure that whatever we're creating is big because at the end of the day, it's not um, an individual thing. We're looking at ourselves as a family and that family, it's Mm -hmm. the family impact, the family results. Um, It changes much more lives than when you do it alone. That's the way we see things. Yeah. Yeah. And there's, there's a great quote from a former head of Patagonia and um, I've got to remember her name, but it was so brilliant because she said, and I shared it with Shane this morning is you have to choose a goal and create an impact that is as big as your life. Yeah. Mm And I love that mm. quote because yeah. it's all the experiences in your life coming together. True. And that is the impact. That is what you have to do out there in the world. Right? Yeah. I mean, I think together we're like the dynamic duo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like mm-hmm. I, even when I was, when she had her career and I had my career and I, I didn't understand the amazing muse factor. Yeah. But once we started working together, the muse factor all of a sudden took over and it created like this synergy that was um, like 
she had tried to convince me to meditate for over 25 <laughs> years. Yeah, yeah. And I finally started doing it yeah. seven years ago yeah, or six well, years ago. Yeah. And it's completely changed, changed the way I'm on set. True. It changed my mindset. It mm. changed how I show up every morning. Yeah. It changed how I address my crew. Mm. It changed everything. everything. Yeah. <laughs> and based on that, I was like, holy shit, why did I hold oh, off God. for that mm -hmm. long? Yeah. And what was my issue? Yeah. You know, why was I fighting it so yeah. much? And um, that, I think that that's my big thing. It's like together, you know, you become so much more powerful. powerful. And, yeah. you know, the, seeing the two of you, it reminds uh, me so much of uh, Lydia and I. Yeah. And that's mm -hmm. one thing we really resonated with yeah. when we were like, they're coming to Los yeah. Angeles. Yeah. And we're wow. like, yeah, you know, we got to have them on and yeah. we got to talk because we have so much in common of yeah. how... You know, mm -hmm. definitely different skill sets. Same yeah. here, yeah. completely yeah. different skill sets. Yeah. Her energy is is strong, but not as electrifying as mine. You know, <laughs> it's like same I'm here. bouncing off walls and yeah. stuff. And I see the same with you yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, she has a, but her positive nature is what just continually drives me to say, you know what? Everything's going to be fine. Yeah. You know, I, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and I love you. I think, um, Carolyn, the biggest thing yeah. that I, I want to talk about with the synergy and I feel like this is so important. Mm. So you both know what you're really good at, yeah. but there's so many things when you start a business and you try something new or multiple to create, let's say something that hasn't existed existed before mm. in terms of the obstacles. Yeah. How do you get around those? Because mm. it can be really discouraging or what have you learned in new skills that you needed or how to overcome obstacles? Because this is what I've read about that people get so discouraged that they just give up yeah. and it can be the greatest idea in mm. the world. And it's the tenacity to keep going past those obstacles, to not, to just have that vision and no matter what, see it in your mind's yeah. eye. Yeah. Like how many proposals you said you got no to. Yeah. It's like, how do you keep going, going? How do you keep that positive nature? How do you keep on having the vision and being inspired? I think he has a lot to do with that. <laughs> <laughs> he's such a great communicator and he's found a way to make us always talk. Um, so we talk about all our challenges, our obstacles. We're constantly thinking, okay, this didn't work. How else can we work around it? This person is not positive. Who else do we target? So we're constantly having this conversation back and forth about how to get things working. Um, I think that has helped us a lot. Um, mm. And then we seem to have this weird, <laughs> I really don't know how to explain it. It's like I come to the end of myself and he just, automatically picks up from there right um so i can be at this place where i'm like okay done 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 i don't know what else to do and he just okay how about we do this and it's like okay whatever i'm done like <laughs> tapped out exactly yeah and it's, it's like almost when like he picks tag up, team wrestling like, Zach, right you're in there and, and you're like he, i'm spent yeah. tag yeah. team and he goes in and then kicks the exactly. guy's ass and he picks up from there. Sometimes it's him that is completely out and somehow I still have an idea or some way I think we can walk around it. So somehow we found a way to 
um, get, it's not conscious. Sometimes it's playing back with discovered, do you know I was completely done with, yeah. <laughs> with this? Yeah. And somehow your idea was what saved us here. Um, so I think do you really have a talking specific about that. example for this? Because um, I think it's so neat if we can. I think even with this project is one because we had applied, just like he said, we had applied to tons and tons of international organizations that we believed um, would resonate with the whole idea of empowering women with such a double-punched sure. idea. Yeah. And, and it was like, oh, nice proposal, but no, we're not able to fund this. And I just felt, I'm done, I'm done. You know, and for some reason, he took interest in uh, the French embassy uh, ah. networks in Nigeria and started to have conversations with them mm. and they got attracted to us. They literally chased after us to say, send in a proposal for for Right, that's for what I saw because I saw most of that exactly. was the French. Uh, and then I thought, yeah. and even when that call came, I was like, I don't think they will fund this because <laughs> yeah. I was done, you know, and he said, look, just throw it, throw it in. The worst is they'll tell us they're not funding this, you know. And that was how we sent the proposal and they were like, yes, 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 this is such a fantastic idea. I was like, who would have thought yeah. I was done already with this, you yeah. know. And that was how the story, I mean, how many years back where yeah. and to, and we to have give, all of these great... To give people <laughs> a picture of, we had sent in over 60 proposals. Wow. And writing crazy. those things... I mean, no, because you have to personalize. Yes, exactly. it, it's, you got to research each one. Exactly. <laughs> if you just you do a bulk email, it's like you're not going to shit. Nobody's going to toss yeah. it in the trash. So it's the research. It's doing all the the background yeah. and exactly. the history. The and exactly. And how, yes. how we're going to connect with you? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it takes a lot of time. Yeah. You know, so after, and she has to oversee each and every one of them. Right. You know. Mm -hmm. So after doing all of that, I that mean, she, she had to be done. <laughs> she had to be done. But and the thing is, we needed to support each other. Yeah, you were yeah I was just going to say the rejection because mm. I thought I wanted to do medical school at one point in yeah. time. And I got so many rejection letters, mm. over 30. Yeah. Wow. And uh, waitlisted at one school. And I just want to share this story because I think it's so mm. important. Yeah. I made it mean at the time that I was stupid, mm. that I was a failure, mm. that I couldn't do anything. And it was none of those. It's that I was not meant to go to those schools. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. and yeah. so I flew to Chicago Med, the one mm. I got waitlisted at, mm. ended up waiting outside the dean's office for seven hours, got a meeting with him and was uh, entered into the class for the following year because he said, wow. okay, we cannot take you this year, Lydia, but let me talk to the other deans and I'll, I'll get you in because I can see that you really want this. Mm. And Shane really helped me do that. I mean, I literally, was, he's like, just go there. They yeah, have to like, understand you. Gotta, you yeah, right? the, the biggest thing mm. is that these, the smallest, it seems like the smallest little things yeah. that sure. then become big, big. Yeah. you know so if you're big, traveling so all the way from los angeles and you land Chicago. at that dean's office mm. no appointment no mm. anything just sitting there waiting that is a statement yeah True. that is a True. statement that mm -hmm. you are not going to accept no, no for an for answer, an answer. <laughs> yeah. i agree right? 
I agree. Yeah. And sure. so, but it's a mindset mm. and it's not getting discouraged. It's not, there's a resilience that is required to do really big things. True. Yeah. Really True. big things. True. And I think it's having the people in your life, whether it's your spouse, mm. whether it's a family member, whether yeah. it's, Somebody, significant other, significant yeah. other, or just a friend that is supporting this entrepreneurial journey because True. it's tricky being an entrepreneur. True. And I think it's it's having that support system in place yeah. that keeps you going, that keeps you powered up mm-hmm. to, you know, deal with a lot of rejection, a lot of no's. And whether you're getting turned down for specific jobs or movies or whatever it is, it's knowing and understanding that rejection just means you're going in the wrong direction. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't exactly. mean, yeah, yeah. you know, there will be a positive outcome. It's just yeah. that you have to hang in there because it's hard to be a filmmaker. Yeah, it is. it's really yeah. difficult, most it's especially funny. in Nigeria. I mean, as you were speaking about resilience, I, I really... Uh, look back at even the experience with the French embassy uh, funding this. And, you know, it's funny you said it was not one of the schools. (laughs) It wasn't any of the schools you were supposed to be in. Um, I think that was the story for us as well, because the French embassy gave us, I would say, 100% uh, free will to run this program as we envisioned it, because that's also a challenge for nonprofits back home. You tend to have donors um, defining how your program goes, um, what the outcome will be, uh, but they gave us the free will to really run the program how we envisioned it, and that was really very powerful and instructive for us. Um, secondly, I look at how one of the programs went in one of the the, the communities the we implemented. Because yeah. yeah. when you mentioned resilience, I remember that experience so vividly. It was one of my hardest experiences when we were implementing. Yeah. Um, because this is in the northern, like literally the extreme northern part of Nigeria, yeah. where um, women's rights is 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 at its worst. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you're we up were, towards Chad, that area. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So we were yeah. applying. I mean, we requested to the university. This is a college. We're asking for young women to participate in a filmmaking program, and the school told us that the girls had to get the consent, written consent of their parents or spouses to participate in the program. And I'm like, these are people above 18 years old. Like they can decide for themselves if they want to participate in a simple film program. This is not saying they have to even be filmmakers. This is saying get an experience and decide for yourself how this empowers you tomorrow. Yeah. And I had to keep, we literally were arguing with their legal team for months. For months. For <laughs> months. Wow. Yes, it yeah. impacted the timeline of the program. Yeah. Because I kept putting my foot down to say, look, even if I have to fight for the rights of these young girls from this point, I'm not expecting a written consent for people who are above 18. They can choose for themselves if they will participate in this program or not. Yeah. And how long are we talking so we understand um, for so the film? How 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 much time for the, the girls? for the implementation of the yes. program? It's literally three months, six, six months, months uh, right because now. first they have to be trained, yeah. they have to do the envisioning and come up with their short film, they have to produce it, and then they have to screen it in a community and facilitate conversations around the subject matter of their film. So it was a six months uh, timeline which got stretched to nine because nine, of in because the case of, of this community because yeah. 
we had that three months going back and forth. Wow. Um, but I think at the end, because you mentioned the power of resilience, right? The vice. I think before you get to the chair, end, the vice chancellor. They had the they had young men come into oh, yeah. their classes yeah. and tell them not to do not this, to not to participate. Yeah, Anybody that participated yeah. in this would have issues. And we had some lecturers come into their classes and say, if you go for this training, you will automatically carry over your course. So it, it was, was that it bad. Was, it was rough. Oh yeah, God. it was yes. rough. And then I mean, I, there were moments where we were second guessing. Yeah, why, we why we had to pick that state, you know? Wow. And, and and these are yeah. people, we, we got a written uh, letter from the Nigeria Universities Commission, which they had to, I mean, uh, honor. But at the end of the day, like she was saying, the, the deputy vice chancellor, when he came, came for, the for the screening, he cried. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. He so was, he was, <laughs> and he gave a public apology to yeah. say he had no, no idea, idea this was what we were working. Yeah. That oh, was that had a, to warm your if heart. If like, he looked at me and said, this is you, this is you that has been so resilient for how many months? Like we <laughs> deliberately wanted to frustrate you and we couldn't even believe why you were so determined to implement this. this but now, wow. but now we see it and we feel like we owe you an yeah. apology. <laughs> oh, wow. And that is amazing. Oh, that's, yeah. That was, yeah. That that's was, what I'm talking yeah. about. Well, and, and that's so that, empowering for the young women as well. Yeah. I so witness that. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. empowering because yeah. it's the mindset that determines everything. Exactly. Yeah. And when you have a closed mindset, when you are not open mm. to trying things or to learning something new or to, to hearing about it, you know, it can take a long, long time, time yes. to break it down. Yeah. To break it down. Wow, that is extraordinary. So I just want to recap so that we understand all yeah. of the greatness that the two of you have been doing because we've kind of touched over it, but let's dive into detail. So when you first said, okay, I want to start teaching, yeah. TJ, what, how did that look? Let's kind of get a timeline for everybody so that they can understand this this vision because it's really big and there are a lot of moving parts. Yeah. Well, I think it was 2007. And why I decided to start teaching was because I needed hands to help me work. Oh, we need to do a film. We need to do this, a documentary. And, you know, you go and somebody tells you, hey, I've been doing this for the past 15 years. And you're like, you know, give me a mat box. And he's looking at you. Mm -hmm. You know, he doesn't know what a mat box is. Mm -hmm. Okay, can you give me a cowboy shot? And he's looking at you. He does not know what a cowboy shot is. I mean, as at that time, we there are times we 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 told somebody we needed an aerial shot mm. <laughs> and he took a full shot and brought it to us, you know. So <laughs> it was that bad. It was really bad. It was that <laughs> <laughs> So you imagine it was the laugh you had. <laughs> you know, so we felt okay. Uh, uh, and and we had this guy that had been with us for quite a while and we asked him a question one day and he said, you didn't teach me that. Can you teach mm -hmm. me that? So I was like, okay, so we need to start Be teaching. So it was from there, you know, we started teaching one, two, we started with our staff, yeah, you know, one, two, three, <laughs> it wasn't structured. And then from there, people started calling in, mm -hmm. you know, because they wanted to learn. And from 2009, 
up until um, 2012, um, we were teaching, you know, people around in other states. And when we um, located Shane's inner circle, we're like, okay, we need to take this teaching to a next level. And that next level, um, because we, we, we got some of our, our staff to, you know, register, and, but they were not understanding properly as simple as it was so we said okay you know what we'll do this and then we'll teach you so so you were shooting commercials commercials adverts um uh, short films and even features and a lot of documentaries because back home most of the times where we get uh, our money from is from making documentaries and short films for like the world bank Oxfam, you know, the, all mm-hmm. of those, you know, and then uh, corporate events and stuff like that. So we make a lot of money from some of those documentaries. And we just found out that we're doing all of the work and we could not, for example, um, I think what made us pivot, let me use your words. Um, we, we, there was a time we had a huge, huge job from Echoes and we needed to be in two places <laughs> at the same time so both of us needed to split but even when we split it was the other team could not handle the work properly <laughs> so we now knew that c we had to do a lot of teaching you know on that and we so, suffered that yeah. okay that's so interesting now you do not shoot or you do. She does. Yeah, she you does. do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love that. She That's does. Great. She does. So, in fact, when we when when we start when I was when when I was showing her how to shoot, people thought, "Why oh, am I putting this beautiful part. woman yeah. through hell?" Yeah. You know, because we would yeah. go into the mountains, try to shoot, you know, the safari and stuff like that, and you'll see her, you know, raise her her trousers and wear her boots and everything. And everybody thought I was oh, maltreating insane. her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. People felt so much for me. Yeah, yeah. Well, people reached no out. how much fun I was having. Yeah, they reached out, you know. All right, Lydia, you got to start shooting. <laughs> you got to start shooting, Lydia. <laughs> you know. I'm in trouble now. Yeah, but I found out that she, she was very, very good in close-up shots. And so even now during our trainings, she takes that. she I don't know how she frames so excellently well, you know, the close-off shots. Mm-hmm. And that's where I just left her. And, you know, from that, she started lighting and doing other things. So now we train together, not just uh, the gender component, but she also trains in film. And she's excellent with color theory because she did um, some work with Disney some time ago. You know, mm-hmm. 2017 or so. Yeah. yeah, some time ago. So she she's very excellent with color theory, using the color wheel and other things, you know, so. Yeah. Wow, yeah. I love it. Now, do you have a law degree yet? Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> no, it's the, it's the multitasking that is so great. And I love that you love filmmaking so yeah, much. Yeah. I honestly do love taking pictures and still photography, but, that but I leave the for me too. <laughs> yeah. That's how it started for me as well. I love photography and then I got curious. Yeah. 
and felt if we want to use this as a medium for social justice, I, I need to have some hands-on experience and be able to transfer that. So that was actually my interest. I literally left my job, my everyday job yeah. in 2011 yeah. and like really was stuck with the company to say, look, teach me everything, like hands-on, I want to do this work. This is a perfect <laughs> thing of you showing also how women should empower themselves. True. Right, True. you're not True. just behind TJ. Exactly. You're exactly. right beside him. Yeah. Right, yeah. and True. that is very important. Yes, yes. You know? We actually found that to be very powerful when we trained women, mm -hmm. uh, because they keep thinking, "Oh, maybe I just brought this guy to help me." <laughs> you know. <laughs> so when they find out I can also help, I can also train, I can also show them the stuff, they're like. Oh my gosh, this is cool. Then I can do this. Yeah. You know, so it's actually powerful that it can be modeled for the women to see. Yeah. In fact, one of them, one of them during our last training, um, she married a filmmaker. And this guy, anytime she says, How does the lighting work? He says it's not for women. Mm. How does the camera work? He says it's not for women. You know. So when she came into the training and I had started training them and then I wanted her to show them something. And I said, honey, show them. And when she started, she put up her hands. You know this stuff too? And she was like, yes. And you're his wife? And she was like, yes. She started, she crying, started crying, you know, oh. because she was just like, come on, my husband doesn't let me do this. He says, it's not for women. How come you do? How, why is your husband allowing you to learn this? And I told her it's not about allowing it is just a decision to work together, you yeah. know? So that's, that's an impact we don't take uh, for granted at all. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that so much. And I think you and I were talking before we started recording yeah. just about money and the power base. Mm. And my, both of my children um, have really known me as a working mom mm -hmm. their entire lives and see Shane and myself as equals mm. Um, working both in the home and outside of the home. Yeah. And I think that that is so important. It's the yes. positioning yes. of how you position yourselves both in the work world True. and under your own roof yes. and in your own family mm. that, you know, who is um, just, I don't know, who's handling the money, mm. who is, you know, we joke because our household is very abnormal. <laughs> so Shane does all <laughs> the cooking. <laughs> Because I, I'm just not a foodie, right? I don't, I don't love cooking, but I know Same how to do me. it. But Same he loves it. Yeah, like this Same morning, I'm like, "What do you want?" She goes, "There's nothing in the house." I go, "Trust me, I'll, I'll figure, figure something out." out. <laughs> wow. That's what happens. Right. To so I'm <laughs> down there, and I'm like, "I did curry chicken fried rice oh uh, this morning, you know, know and uh, just out of what was left, yeah. you know, I'm like, wow. oh, there's some frozen corn and all. Yeah. Oh, there's one red pepper left. Yeah. Let me chop that yeah. up, you know. And I just made this thing out of nothing." And, uh, you know, fed it to my mom, yeah. brought it up to Lydia. <laughs> but yeah. But I think it's it's really kind of what you... So I'd love to hear, how do you all do that? Because mm. I know that, you know, we have to, to as women and men, yes. there's so many opportunities um, to course correct yep. or to correct bias True. that exists. And and it's even in language. It's as simple as language, like with yeah. the word allow, yeah, for example. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So how do you both 
course correct and how do you because uh, I'm sure I mean it happens a lot for us here in the mm. United States mm. and I'm sure for you both as well in a way that doesn't feel scolding or punitive mm. because I think that that is on sets I would like to think that that we're becoming more enlightened and that people are becoming more open yeah and you know look we have incredible uh, Barbie just came out, mm. Greta Gerwig. I mean, we we have women are really making their mark and have sure. done for for a while yeah. Uh, yeah. in in features. Yeah. But I think from behind the camera, we're seeing it more and more. But I think that there's so many opportunities to be conscious and to yeah. course correct. I mean, you think yeah. about the woman who started Hollywood. It's not the man. Exactly. Yeah. It was the woman. Yeah. That was Mary Pickford. Yeah. This one individual, mm. right? And you're like, how, how did it cold. get into this other world? Yeah, you know, exactly. it's like exactly. she had the spark exactly. and she was the first one who was like, you know, this East Coast shit is not happening. Yeah. I can't expose my Kodak film at <laughs> 2 ASA. Yeah. I got to go West. Mm. <laughs> right? Yeah. And that's what it took. Yeah. It's, it, I mean, it's same for us back home or probably even worse <laughs> because the patriarchy back home is even um, really higher. It's like a taboo for <laughs> me to be comfortable in the living room while he's cooking. Everybody's going to think something's completely wrong with that picture. <laughs> 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 so we always have to explain uh, so many things um, because we find it as opportunities to educate. Mm-hmm. Um, he gets a bit really <laughs> sensitive about it because I think he finds it really upsetting when people use those kind of words like, thank you for allowing your wife yeah. to do this. Like, what do you mean allowed? She's a grown woman for yeah. crying out loud. Yeah. She can do, I mean, this is what she wants to do. Why should I have to allow her? You know, so it's really about having to call out those things all the time mm-hmm. uh, in conversations is also ha- having to show people how uh, comfortable whatever we have in our family uh, plan out be so people respect that this is what is working for us. Yeah. And, hey, how about you try it as opposed to fighting it? Yeah. You know, um, mm-hmm. it's also about us showing that it's, it's successful because we're happy. Yeah. We're, we're, yeah. we're effective in yeah. what we do. So it's not something that we're doing that sets us back in any way. Yeah. So it's, it's really about being able to show all of this and continually call out those things in for, conversations. For example, if you were to go to Nigeria now and you get into a hotel, I don't know whether it happens here, but when you get into the hotel, the doorman says, welcome, sir. But she's with you. Mm. He doesn't care. Right. He just says, welcome to the man. So each time we walk into a place and he's like, welcome, sir. I don't answer him. And I ask him, can you see my wife? Can you see my wife? And he was like, yes, 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 I do. I said, yeah, you wouldn't welcome me in. And he does. Okay. Oh, welcome, ma'am. Fine. (laughs) You know, so um, there is a lot that we we need to correct because um, it, and it has to start from our families. Yeah. That's just <laughs> the truth. Um, like you, Shane, I do a lot of cooking. In fact, that's a hobby. Oh, it's a, I mean, I've been, hobby. I've been into... He has been in a cooking competition. competition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I came third. I didn't win, but I mean, I came third. <laughs> I came third. I really love cooking. So there are times that, you know, uh, 
uh, when my mother came um, for a program in our in our state, you know, so I made some soup, serious soup. I mean, when you see the soup, you'll be like, whoa, you know. And I brought it to her, and she was like, wow, Carolyn really knows how to make the soup. And I was like, no, it wasn't I Carolyn. Did. I did it. And she was like, oh my gosh, because her friends kept on talking about, you know, the soup months after you know they were like wow you know but for 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 me i felt that was what made my mom think it had to be caroling that made that soup it's up here right so we have to start challenging those um those yes those stereotypes because you just feel change it exactly so you just feel oh it has to be this has to be a man's job Mm. this is a woman's job i will never forget uh, we traveled to just say hello to one of my uncles. And the moment she came in, um, after some hours, he was like, okay, you're welcome. Uh, what will you make for us to eat? And I I fled up. I was like, come on, you were eating before we came. What makes you think, you because she just came, <laughs> it's her duty to cook. I said, no, you've been cooking. He said, yes, let's get into the kitchen and cook. I said, Carolyn, sit down, pick the remote. Change the channels and watch whatever you want to watch. We'll do the cooking. You know? <laughs> so, and Nigerian men really get crazy uh, at that. Yeah. But at the end of the day, they learn. Because mm-hmm. after all of that, um, he started saying, TJ, can we go in and cook? And mm-hmm. I was like, yes. Now you've learned. You've gotten the message. You know? So, we have to start doing that and keep on doing that. Most especially with family. Let them know. Because when they know, if you have... A family of let's say four, they would tell four other people. Yes, yeah. you know the ripple effect. Yeah, exactly yeah, the, the ripple effect. Yeah, yeah. Witness that and yeah, exactly the and then do that in front of your kids. As the well. yeah. next yeah. generation yeah. gets so much more impact. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because We're... I have to say, sorry. No, go for it. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, that I was raised by a single father, which was very unusual yeah. due uh-huh. to circumstance, yeah. and I really had the mindset of no limitations. Hmm. He told me from the time that I was little, 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 you can do whatever you want. I believe in your ability to do anything. And that's how I've always viewed the world Mm. and creation and business. Mm. And so though I started in a very traditional role, Mm. I think again, that mindset in the back of my mind, I was limitless because I got that message so early on yeah and you know it's the modeling yeah it is the and you both are modeling change Mm -hmm. in addition to calling it out and constantly showcasing for others to see the example yeah and the modeling the change is not only what you talked about it's also the circle of life at the end right now lydia and i are going through you know her dad moved in with us my mom moved in with us. Yeah. Uh, our kids are seeing how we're taking care of them, mm. emptying their bedpans, yeah. ch- you know, giving them showers, yeah. all this hands-on of yeah. what it's required to, to take, take care, care of your parents. Of yeah. uh, because so much uh, I find in America, it's like once our parents get older and 
they start having issues and everything, you just kick them right to the old folks. Yeah, home. exactly. And you might see them uh, three holidays a year, yeah. and they just drift off yeah. and and become so depressed. Exactly, yeah, because it's a lot to adjust to. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and so you know, one thing that my parents really they took care of. I had aunts mm. in my home. I had my great grandmother mm. that we took care of. Um, many times I would come back from like a soccer game yeah. and I would get off the bus and, and ride my bike home and I'd end up and go up to my bedroom and there would be a farmer in my bed. <laughs> I'm like, all right, I guess I'm sleeping on the couch, the couch tonight. Today, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? You know, but this was just a normal practice. Yeah. So it's like understanding that I saw them take care of my grandfather, yeah. take yeah. care of my great grandmother, mm. you know, help all my aunts out when they were not, you know, when they mm. were in financial straits, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, just those kind of things that was modeled for me. Yeah. And now we're doing exactly mm -hmm. the that same is, thing as yeah. modeling this to our children yeah. so hopefully when we get older they don't kick us into the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep, yeah yep. that's hopefully. true that's true it's, it's great yeah. to do all of these things in front of, of the, the kids, kids. Yeah. yeah yeah so they get to learn because it um becomes it becomes natural yeah. for them because in in nigeria you find out that um um, and I know it's happening also here because uh, you, 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 we go after money so much that you find a mother or a father keep their child in a nursery um, 6 a.m. and comes back 6 p.m. to get them. And it happens from Monday up until Friday. Mm -hmm. And then on Saturday, that's the only time. Some don't even see them on Saturdays yeah, because they, they still to want work. to work on Saturdays. And all of those things, they don't see affection between the father and the mother. Mm -hmm. They don't see that. You know, they don't see respect, right. you know, between yeah. two of them. There's mm -hmm. no honor between mm -hmm. two of them. Right. So when, it's and we're wondering why the new generation is not understanding um, mm. love. They're not understanding caring for one another. No, it's because they That's didn't see it. So we need to start showing them these things. They need to start um, visualizing them. They need to touch them. They need to know that, okay, it's better you look at mom and dad kiss and you say, ew, than, <laughs> than not, than see not seeing it at all. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You're absolutely right. <laughs> Gross, right? Yeah. No, but this is such an important point that you're bringing up, TJ, yeah. because with the cost of living mm. and inflation, yeah. and yeah, I think... Parents are probably, you know, they're are, doing everything they, they can, can to support that family. To yeah. support the family. Yeah. And and it's, it's like, a vicious cycle. It is. It is. Really, yeah. it is. Because yes. you're losing all that contact. Yes. And, you know, I always look back at like I've been sometimes I'm gone for five months, sometimes mm. 11 months, sometimes yeah. three months. Yeah. You know, what's that impact on oh, yeah. the, kids, the kids? You know, yeah. right. But I just always tried to connect with them as much as I can. When and when home. I'm home, I am home. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm That's not trying good. to get distracted with this, that, and the other thing. Mm. You know, we go for family vacations. We play. I build tree houses. Yeah. I set up zip lines. Yeah. You know, it's like all that kind of stuff that's Very essential important. to show them, yeah. 
you know, that that you're here for them, that they can feel safe, yeah. uh, that they don't, you know, have all this anxiety. Well, mm. that kind of worked, but didn't work. You know, yeah. our kids I were think... very anxiety based, but they're getting better. Yeah, uh, I think sometimes, you know, it's really every child is so different and every sure. family is so different. Yeah. And and I think it's really finding out what the needs are, because the film industry mm. is really demanding mm -hmm. very much like the military yeah. or or a job where especially if you choose to do feature films, which mm. is a choice. Yeah. Um, the family either goes with or stays at home and i think that we've tackled this question a lot because mm. once you have children it's it's the choices are so much more difficult mm. yeah i think in in a lot of ways yeah. and and how do you divide that equally how do you divide that responsibility yeah. and have this crazy insane job mm. that is so demanding and so time consuming and i think that i it's it's something and and whether you're doing senior care or or caring for small kids or whatever the demands are in your personal life. It's that juggle is so unique for every, for everybody. Right. And I think it's finding your own way of doing it that yeah. works for you as a couple yeah. and, and that works, you know, for a family, for Shane and myself, we always wanted to give a home base because I was literally raised by the entire village of Aurora where I grew up <laughs> yeah. because I would go to neighbors because my dad was a single dad yeah. or I would go to the house down the street that had six kids because yeah. they're like, oh, we'll take her for the weekend because yeah. you're on a, you know, you've got to go away for work. Yeah. And so I, I think whatever, I mean, for me, I think it was an amazing upbringing because I had all of these loving supportive people in my mm. life that gave me that solid foundation mm. and so i never viewed it as like i only had a dad yeah i viewed it like i had a lot of parents yeah right yeah. Yeah. yeah so i think there are a lot of creative ways to um to do this but i yeah. do agree that it's more challenging than ever nowadays True. and i think along with that is self-care and kind of how to prevent burnout mm. because whether you're working seven days a week or six days a week trying to get your film career up and going and yeah. and you know like you've said many times you have to put in the time yeah. you have to yeah. how have you both dealt with the stress and the demands of your own because you're creating so much greatness with you know this within uh Right, it is Whiffin, the yeah. Women International yeah. Film, Film Festival, Festival. Yeah. Nigeria. Nigeria. Yeah. I want to make sure I get that title right. <laughs> yeah, right. The the International Film Festival. You have sure. your own company. Yeah. You have people that are relying on you for education. Mm -hmm. It's a lot that you're juggling. Yeah. And so, how have you dealt with stress? How how do you deal with, you know, kind of all of it? I mean, it's mm. a lot on on your back. Yeah. Uh, frankly, I didn't start out well. <laughs> yep, <laughs> Thank yep, you for being yep. honest. Self-care was, yeah. was, was one of the, the least things I caught on <laughs> a lot later. I, I really suffered a lot of burnouts. I was constantly overwhelmed uh, because it was so many things. Building this non-profit, starting all of this crazy <laughs> initiatives uh being supportive with the production company like it was so many things uh all at once i, I recall 
being hospitalized twice for stress. Uh, those were my really big wake-up calls. Uh, the second time I was hospitalized and told it was just fatigue, I was like, okay, hold up a minute. Yeah. Something, something's not right here. Yeah. Like, this is just way too early to <laughs> to be suffering this. And, and, and I really had to be more conscious to really search out how to prioritize self-care, uh, I was fortunate to enroll in an empowerment program and, and a self-development uh, program that really helped me to be a bit more conscious about um, my mental health states, being conscious about wellness. Like you, I had to really now be conscious about meditation, yeah. taking that time out. Um, I had to learn to listen to my body. That was yeah. the really yeah. big yeah. one uh, because for me to get to the point of being hospitalized it means i don't even get any warning signs i'm literally going until my body is no longer going that is so scary and we push ourselves i think because you want everything to succeed so much that you just push and push and push until you collapse yeah i mean we've invested so much into (laughs) this platform our website the Mm. content and all that stuff and you just you just want it to succeed and you you tend to push and push and push and overextend yourself and yeah. say yes to things that you shouldn't have, you shouldn't have, said, you shouldn't yes have to. said yes yeah. to. Yeah. Those I had to learn. <laughs> so how, how did you learn this? Because yeah. I, this is so fascinating and I think it's the same for every filmmaker out yeah. there because you say yes to a project. And then you say to yourself, oh, man, why did why I did say I yes say that? to yeah. that? Yeah. So how do you figure out that barometer for you? I, for <laughs> me, for me, I've learned to ask sort of pertinent questions that are applicable to me. So, for example, how critical is this to my leadership <laughs> growth journey? Like in terms of my realistic state the things I've committed to now, how practical is it to add this onto it? So for me, those are like the immediate questions. Uh, before I would not even censor any email. Yeah, I'll be there. Yeah, yeah. And then I'll try to fit everything and hop from one <laughs> event to another, yeah. from one commitment to another. But now I've learned to say, uh, let me look through my schedule and get back to, I used to think saying that was you know, pretending to be some celebrity. <laughs> so I used to be like, who am I to be looking at some shadow? Like, yeah, 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 yeah sure, I'll surely do that. Yeah. But I'm learning to say, no, this is for my own self-care. This yes. is for my own. Right. Like I literally need to be practical about what I can do and the timeline within it. So I'm usually asking, what's the like deadline, deadline, deadline for this? Like how much window do I have? How, how flexible are you with this? So I'm not taking on board more than I can can practically do um another thing that helped me with learning to be a bit more um uh practical with my self-care is i'm learning that uh it's ambitious to work 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 and be looking towards a vacation period where you rest as much as you need (laughs) because i found that that is not as practical as (laughs) we always dream it to be if you get that vacation good and fine it's added time but i'm learning to rest in between uh, my work that i didn't know how to do before like it's like i'm cheating myself when i'm (laughs) when i'm resting meanwhile it's the other way around 
you know so i'm learning to uh yeah i have deadlines but hey my head is like literally fried can i just take this time for me yeah yeah if i meet the deadline fine if i don't we'll find a way but i have to just take some time out and um i'm learning to do like longer weekends i can decide oh this thursday i'll take this off 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 and just rest so i'm learning to add those rest times in between work as opposed to I how will. i used to yeah <laughs> just go 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 <laughs> i love that yeah that that's Bravo. one of the yeah. <laughs> thank you but it's the same thing for me as well um burnouts um have been a part of my life you know there were times that um both of us this time mm. we come back from a training and we drop our bags the equipment is there <laughs> and we sit on a chair and then it's 6 a.m. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. with oh. the same clothes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, You're falling asleep, it, sleeping. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The, up. Yeah, the same clothes. And guess what? Uh, we have training by 9 a.m. Mm-hmm. Oh. You know, so it, it, it was very bad. Very, very bad. And this, I'm telling you, um, just maybe a few, one year ago, one year ago. But I started valuing myself more. How did I start valuing myself? I told myself, hey, you spent over two decades doing this. I mean, you're up there whether you like it or not. So why don't you value yourself so much that, I mean, you look at this project. If it's not going to help your professional career, let it go. Exactly. Just let it go. If you're not going to work with somebody maybe that you've been looking forward to working with, let it go. Mm-hmm. So just before coming here, mm-hmm. there was a project. Yep. You know, they wanted to do it. <laughs> it was, you know, huge and what have you. And I told, I had already told them, okay, hey, you know what? I'll start the project. Listen to this. I'll start <laughs> the project. When I come back, I'll complete it. And a few weeks before um, we started, I told them, hey, I'm not going to do this. I've decided to just come. Because I have not rested for over five years. Yeah. And guess what? It was her, uh, her podcast that, you know, it, it, it woke me up. It woke me up because I was like, yeah, I mean, this is true. This is, this is without this, all of these things would not be possible. Yeah. So I need to rest i need to look at myself and value myself i know the kind of work i've done and so i decide to say hey i'm not taking this Mm -hmm. on i'm not taking this on i'm just going to rest for today kick my feet up and just rest it is allowed yeah without feeling guilty without feeling guilty but most times we feel very very guilty when we do that you know you just start thinking oh Come on, are you sure you're working hard enough? You know, all of that. You, you know, do you have that luxury? You <laughs> know, the cost. exactly. I mean, our 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 nonprofit has reached over 800,000 girls yeah. in Nigeria. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And she still feels we've not done anything. I still feel <laughs> we've not yeah. done anything, you know. So, but I told her, I said, we have to Learn stop to. at this point. Learn to appreciate ourselves and that's what we're doing now i love that so much and i think (laughs) fear plays a big role in this right yeah because it's especially in this time period now with everybody on strike 
Like I just mm. love to tackle fear yeah. because the the mindset of yeah. the film industry is, oh my God, don't turn it down. Yeah, You don't know when the next job is going to True. come. True. You have to take it. And, and so people are just endlessly taking things taking so much. because they're yeah. so terrified of, you know, and, and I see the results of the physical manifestations mm. of yeah. stress yeah. every day. Yeah. From the clients that I work on with Reiki mm. to just friends telling me stories. Mm. But I think it's our health that we really take for granted. Yes. And we make decisions out of fear. Yes. Yeah. And I think that that is the worst decision making place, mm. I would argue, that you could ever possibly make a decision. I mean, from. I think for all True. that we saw and all the death and that happened from the pandemic, yeah. mm. you know, the families that were lost, mm. lost loved ones, all that kind of stuff. Mm. But it was a shock through the entertainment industry mm -hmm. to say, you know what? we're working too hard yeah we're putting in a lot way yeah. too many yeah. hours sure. and the mm. white papers that came out that gave yeah. you the the you know you got to be held to a 10-hour day yeah. because people got to get the rest so their immune system doesn't go down mm. well that's just great practice yeah. <laughs> you know what i up until the pandemic mm. i had done all these movies mm. and not once did I ever get off a film and then be able to go out and see a movie or In be able evening. to go and have a nice dinner wow. or be able to do anything that was not filmmaking. Hmm. But once the pandemic happened, I was held to a 10 hour day. Yep. Yeah. Well, if we started at six, well, you know, I'm out at four or five o'clock. Yeah. Hmm. You know, and I'm I'm able to go and, and I can enjoy a movie yeah. or a nice meal yeah. and, and I can take some self-care for myself or go exactly. get a massage yeah. or exactly. actually work out. Yeah. Exactly. I don't have to get up at four in the morning. <laughs> I can actually go to work, get done, and then work out. Yeah. You know, it's like just learning. <laughs> yeah. Right? That's it just wasn't an option. Yeah. I, you were working True. sixteen back hour days and then you just back had to, to go back. home. Yeah. shove something down your throat so, and yeah. go to Get bed exactly right and that hmm. has to change yes. yeah. and yes. you know because i think that the the new filmmakers of tomorrow hmm. are helping that change as yeah. well yeah because i think so too. they yeah. we were just we were thrown into it in mm -hmm. the time period that this is what you did. Yeah. And now this is like a record scratch. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's <laughs> look at this. Yeah. Let's see what, you know, and there's a lot of great benefits that have come out of this. Mm -hmm. And I hope that we can hold on to those, you know, not 12, 14, 16 hour days mm. that we can start to just, and, and it all comes with good preparation, too. Yeah, exactly. yeah. If you yeah. prepare yourself in prep sure. and do the work, yeah. you, you can, can the make the schedule, sure. you can make the days, yeah. sure. and you mm -hmm. can do it in 10 hours. Yeah. 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 And, and it should be budgeted for that, too, because yeah. mm -hmm. you're going to get a much happier crew yeah. every day to work. Yeah. Sure. They've actually been able to go home and maybe see a 
piano recital yeah. or enjoy exactly. a soccer game yeah. or a basketball game that their kids were playing at yeah. and engage sure. with the family mm. that gives them that positive nature that you want every day you yes. want that smile yes. you know instead of jesus yeah Christ. Mm. i'm here i got like four hours of sleep <laughs> yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm here but yeah. you know i'm, I'm gonna else. try my best you know yeah. and think about how that mentality because i used to do 16 hour days as a nurse think about how that mentality is and how exhausted yeah. the brain is from yeah. just the mental stress mm -hmm. and we all know mm -hmm. this mm -hmm. of when you can't stop thinking and you go to sleep and then you're not having a good rest. Yeah. You're not actually sleeping. You're just yep. laying in your bed. <laughs> I'm still because thinking. Because you're thinking, you're going through the shot list. You're mm. saying, oh, I wish I could have had this or that shot. Why yep. didn't I get that? Or why didn't I light it this way? Or yeah. why didn't I? And that you you literally cannot shut off your mind mm. because you're just being thrust into the next day and yeah. the next True. day and the next day. And the body has no time to, to decompress yeah. and to unwind yeah. and to unwind its nervous system. Mm -hmm. And that's the biggest thing is that that then creates real mental health problems and physical health problems. And that's sure. how we get into the crises yeah. that we see with people yeah. and the epidemic that we're seeing of suicide and yeah. everything yeah. right now, yeah. because sure. people get themselves to a point where they just cannot calm down and they we right? we just went on family vacation we took four days mm. uh, and it used to take me four days mm. to actually relax mm. now i'm able to relax the first day mm. and that's all the mindset and the change yeah. right <laughs> when you're on the grind and you're yeah. just going going yeah. going and you got so many irons in the fire yeah. and you got to do this got to mm -hmm. do that it takes you so long to finally come, come down. And, and by the time you finally come down, the vacation's over. And you're yeah. like, what yep. the hell? Yeah. <laughs> what happened? Yep. So uh, this is the thing of, and then you always get the thing, oh, we need a longer vacation. Yeah. No, you just need to start Make practicing how to, to you know, not burn yourself yeah. out to the, to the point where the vacation can't even take, take the edge mm. off. Exactly. Yes. And that's what you were kind of saying, yeah. where yeah. you needed yeah. to build in these rest times. Exactly. And we'll exactly. do like spa weekends at our house where we yeah, just man. won't plan anything and we'll hang <laughs> well, out. And <laughs> we'll wake up in bed and, <laughs> and you know, stay up there till noon yeah, and then exactly. come down. Yeah. And it's yeah. like exactly. those take a little, bath forever. Yeah. Yeah. things change it's sure. like the self-care that that refreshes the mind lets that creative sure. creativity still you know bubble up and and sure. for you to be able to yeah. you know move be forward to the next again. day yeah be your best be your best sure. and i think the other thing is the more you can stay out of fear and you do that yeah. right fear comes from anxiety in the mind being over cranked yeah or or overthinking and, and going down rabbit holes and habit loops of getting stuck. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I've been reading a lot about this recently tied to depression. Depression is habit loops in the brain, just getting stuck yeah. over and over and over again. Yeah. So I think staying away from fear and staying out of fear and not buying into it is one of the greatest self care um, things that filmmakers can do for themselves. Mm. And it's getting that anti-fear practice. And I think part of that is staying busy during a strike, 
practicing yeah. your skills, yeah. figuring out what else you're interested in. Mm. And, you know, can you earn money at that? Yeah, like sure. all of these things, you know, what other skills do you have? Maybe yeah. you get a little side gig going. Yeah. But instead of sitting there the whole time and thinking, how can I, when is it going to be over? When is it yeah. going to be over? Oh my gosh, how many days has it been? Yeah. Think about how it's so different because mm. it takes the mind out of creativity, right? Mm. And this fear is so... You know, whenever people are like, I think it's going to go to the end of the year. I think it's going to be a whole year. Mm. I think it's going to. I'm just like, la, 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 la. Yeah. You don't want to hear anything. Yeah. Right. It's but because I know it's not good for my brain yeah. because it takes yes. it out of out of its best. Creative and I always mode. Lydia, I go. You have to be based in reality. You can't just sugarcoat this shit and just say it's going to go away. Wait, yeah. You know, just because you don't want to hear it. Yeah. You know? But it's not yeah. that. I I listen <laughs> and I pay attention. Yeah. But whether you bask and bathe in it. Mm, exactly. Yeah. That, no, that's a completely other thing. It's so, on the periphery. Yeah. Like I, I got a text from a director friend of mine. And he's like, I go, yeah, I'm getting excited about going to London yeah. and finishing the project that mm. got shut down. And, you know, I hope to be there in September. And yeah. he's like, you're not going to be there in September. The actors aren't going to settle till next year. <laughs> you know? And I'm like, I tell Lydia I that, that. And she's like, I, why are we always this negative? It's like, we, we got to have some kind of positive. Exactly. Yeah. Cause you yeah. just might it might just go differently. It may go differently. Exactly. Yes. And I think the more it's it's like reading tea leaves, mm. right? So I think I am just focused on the fact of what's happening, very aware. But also, how can I stay in my best creative zone exactly. during this time period? Mm. Because that is the best thing Place for to me be. to be the best version of myself. Yes. So I think that it's really because then you can create something else yeah. that then drives more revenue inbound mm. that then is a whole other thing that you never could have seen had you stayed in the fear and rumination. Yeah. So. And then to add to that, I think um, the people that speak into your life, the people mm. you keep around you, also matter because yeah. um you can imagine exactly yeah. <laughs> you can imagine if um um shane was as that negative as the other guy mm -hmm. that sent him the text you know and he keeps on telling you all oh, this thing until next year oh you know maybe march 2024 you know you know that kind of a thing that's whether you do la 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 la, la one million times <laughs> You know, <laughs> you gotta hear it. <laughs> yeah, whether you like it or not. Yeah. Yeah, you know, true, so true. if that's your husband because he's always around you, that's what you hear constantly. Yes. Mm. So we need to start seeing the people that, that speak into our lives, into our yeah. ears, because I mean, uh, that's what has helped us a great deal. So when we started, they told us working with women will never work. No, women can't do this thing. I mean, they just, they're just shit. They can't do this thing. You know, uh, they're not powerful like men. They're not, uh, they don't have the vision like men, you know, but we did what you did. We did the la 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 thing. And we closed our ears. <laughs> we closed our ears. And at some yeah. point, at some point, for example, let me just give you an example. If um, I told you you look gorgeous. But Thank let's you. say 
I said, ah, oh, this dress does not look good on you. Mm-hmm. You are just meeting us all the way from Nigeria. And let's say, oh, you might say, oh, well, I don't whatever. care. I checked, whatever. I am telling you that before today is over, you will ask Shane, does this dress look good on me? Because I just sewed something into your mind that mm-hmm. this dress doesn't look good on you. Mm-hmm. Even if he had told you before that this dress looked good on you. So we really have to start seeing people that are around us, people that say things around us, people that speak into our lives, just so that at the end of the day, we have we are focused with one mind. I think that's very, very important. Oh, no, yeah. friends and family and their point of views yeah. is very important. It's we, very yeah. important. We've found that we had a very, you know, kind of a big... Uh, friend network, and yeah. that has been shrinking, shrinking, every shrinking, day, every mm-hmm. day, every day, to mm-hmm. a point where, and it's not like we want to just hear what our vision is, yeah. but we definitely want to be of sound mind and body, True. of centered, of, you know, yeah. centered, yeah. exactly. Yeah, you know, it's like this pendulum is going to swing. It swung this way. It's going to come back. Yeah. It's going to find its center. Yeah, but it's like. The, the core group of friends that you have around you, yeah. it's very important. because It that, is very important. Yeah, because that negative nature like you're describing. Because yeah. I remember when she came in and I was about ready to jump in the shower because I had to, I got a haircut right before our, our little thing today. I was yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. You have to this up a little bit, right? And uh, she walked by me, and I go, "My God, you look like a model." Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm that's right. a thing. That's a thing. But, <laughs> but you're absolutely right with negativity. Yeah. And and thank you, um, because I think that it's that toxic negativity that plants those little seeds that yeah. make you question your journey. Yeah. yeah. And make you yeah. question your yeah. vision. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And yeah. it's it's having those power people around you that even when you can't or don't believe in yourself, Mm. have the belief in you to say you can do it. You can achieve your goal and you can, you know what I mean? And that is a very, very important point. So I just, I know that we are coming to the end of time, but I just wanted to uh, wrap it up with what would you like people to know that maybe we haven't discussed or talked about or you feel is something that you want to end with? I think of all that we've said today for me is 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 that innate power that we all carry as human beings whether female whether male and the need for us to have such great value for one another such great respect for one another and choose to because I feel like it needs to be a conscious effort to choose to be uh, an enabler, someone who empowers others, someone who uh, creates the environment for people to discover themselves, to yeah. grow and be nurtured to be all that they want to be. It, it's about us being conscious individuals who um, create the enabling environment for people to really just maximize their potentials as human beings. Um, and I think that's the greatest thing we can give ourselves as, as, as humans on the planet. And, uh, yeah, I really hope we go on to be those amazing people and create this ripple effect of change in our communities, in our countries and all around the world. Uh, because I think that's how we make 
the world a better place uh, yeah. for everyone. Absolutely. And, yeah. and really, I think, I think <laughs> yeah. just to buttress what she said, I, if there was a way to eliminate um, this, what we call um, gender balance, mm-hmm. I'll be so happy. Yeah. You know, <laughs> let's not have a need for that. Mm-hmm. We're all equal, <laughs> whether we like it or not. Mm-hmm. So when we start treating each other with that kind of respect, have those kinds of eyes, um, I think the family unit is the most important thing. After that, because it's from there, we get a community and then we get a country, you know, but if we can all do that, you know, make sure that everything uh, between us is there's respect and there's love. If you really love a person, all these things will come up. Yeah. 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 And I also think that uh, gratitude for not only what we're empowering and, yeah. and that ripple effect, but yeah. also being grateful for everything that has given you the ability to do that. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like every day I go for, through this grateful meditation because sure. it's like, if I wasn't able to be at the place that I'm at to be able to then share this knowledge and yeah. all that stuff, yeah. it's like you got it, and it raises your vibration yeah. so high, yeah. you become like this power source yeah. of positivity, and yeah. and uh, people just are they're like attracted to magnets. Like yeah, it. True. yeah. I had this gaffer on this last uh, series I was on, and he goes every day. He goes. How do you say so positive? Yeah. What is this? I've just never experienced a DP like this in my whole career. Yeah. Every day, it's the same response. How are you doing? Freaking fantastic. <laughs> you know, well, how would you? That's just so amazing today. Yeah. This burrito tastes. Yeah. That's the same burrito you had 25 days. This one is spectacular today. It's like, he goes, what is going on with yeah. you? Right. That was like day one. Yeah. Day five is like, you would give me a hug. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Give me a hug. Today. Yeah. And then every day we started with a hug and ended with a hug. Yeah. And then each day he would his he would start to joke more mm. and he'd start to smile. And you could see the transformation <laughs> yeah. literally happen in front of your eyes. Yeah. And that is creating that gratitude magnet. Yeah. That that you walk in ahead of you, six mm. feet ahead of you, yeah. the the magnetism already hits the next, next person. person. Mm. That's and true. then that infuses and goes to the next, next. and goes to the next. Yeah. And yeah. there we have the ripple effect. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, gratitude, love, and ripple effect. Yeah. Thank yes. you both so much, so much for traveling all the way from Nigeria. We are so grateful to you for your wisdom, for your love, for your your vulnerability yeah. in sharing today. And we appreciate you so much and what you're creating there and want to stay up to date with it. So please yes. be sure to keep in touch. We will. Yeah, well, <laughs> yes. sure Thank you for having us. Thank you for All having right. us this way. And that concludes the Inner Circle Podcast. Hi, I'm Shane Hurlbut, and I'm an ASC cinematographer. And my wife and I have created this incredible resource called the Filmmakers Academy. And we'd love for you to download and rate our app. If you're a filmmaker, 
Do yourself a favor and download the Filmmakers Academy app today. It's available wherever you get your apps, most notably the App Store, Google Play, Amazon App Store, and the Roku Channel Store. The app includes everything on the platform for all access members and from content to community and coaching opportunities, everything you need to master your craft. So download the app. And this is the most important part. Be sure to rate it. Rating us really helps us spread the word and enhance our rankings in this dedicated app store. So if you love what we're doing, this is a way to show it. Together, let's take your career as a filmmaker to the next level.